Welcome into the Hustle Podcast, simulcast live on the Wager Tuck YouTube channel, presented by Viva Tequila Seltzer. Our belief is to live long, live well, and live it up. Hashtag Viva Up, Adam Trigger, CT Bats, Drew Martin here for the next 45 minutes or so. Kelly in Vegas joining us with Barstool Bets, and also Kenny White coming along. Third guest ever on the Hustle Podcast. We had a huge weekend, guys. What, NFL Week 1, College Football Week 2? I would actually say it's a top five weekend of the calendar year. You know, maybe March Madness that first weekend, uh, opening day baseball, if you're a baseball guy. But other than that, I think this past weekend, we just kicked it off on the gridiron. CT Vets, how was your weekend, buddy? Weekend was good, Drew. It was kind of a, a little roller coaster ride. It was, you know, the, the swings, you know, winning the game, losing the game, winning the game. The information we had w- was good. Uh, I dropped my second best bet uh, of the week in a row, but uh, was able to cash on a lot of the other good info that we gave out on the show and um, a couple of the other best bets. And uh, it was an awesome weekend. Drank a bunch of Vivas and uh, huh, watched a ton of football. So looking forward to. Uh, this upcoming week here. Whenever you're drinking a lot of Vivas, uh, as long as you're drinking responsibly, it's always a good weekend. CT Vets, I'm sure you were. Adam Trigger, another guy that drinks only responsibly. Welcome <laughs> to the show, buddy. Thanks, Drew. I echo, you know, what Chris said. It was a, it was a fun to have NFL back. I had a similar weekend where I seemed to hit one, lose one, hit one, lose one. But, you know, that'll, that'll keep you in the game. And, yeah, um, pretty much everything I tailed from – you know, the stuff we had on the show, Kelly and, and Walrus did awesome. And uh, felt like I got a little bit of a, a raw deal in NFL. I had the Jets and I needed a two-point conversion at the end and get it. And I had the football team and they just, I mean, we'll talk about that a little bit when we do the recap, but they just really gave that game away. Even yeah. with the even with the quarterback change, they really just gave that away. But awesome to have it both back. I, I won the Monday night game with the Raiders. So, yeah, no, it was, it was a great weekend. I'm looking forward to doing it for, like, the next 18 weeks. It's going to be great, awesome. Great start to the week with the Raiders, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. 18 weeks. What, what one bye week? We got that extra game as well. Got to get used to that. Teams finishing mm-hmm. not 10-6, and six, but 10-7. and seven. Um, Also, the NFL this past weekend, what a wild weekend. Dogs covering 12 of 16 games. We nine straight up, six overs cash, 10 unders cash. We saw kind of the unders come to fruition here in football, maybe with the defenses being able to practice, not in kind of a COVID situation, but uh, really able to go off of each other. That's at least in my opinion, I think something to do with uh, unders kind of being the flavor, you know, in terms of cashing tickets that way from totals. You know, Trick, uh, we've kind of got it rolling here with you doing the recap of the Hustle Show pod. Um yeah, you want to throw it out there? Kelly's card, you know, Wally's corner in the recap? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I know. I think I said it last week. I think it's important to sort of recap what we give out. I, I Something that not many shows do. And, I, you know, we're giving – we want to, you know, win you guys money and we want to be accountable for the stuff we give out. And so for back-to-back weeks, the info has been really good. Best bets, we need to pick it up in best bets. We keep splitting. We had another split. Kelly got there with the Saints and Drew Martin bets with a great call on Rutgers. Great call. Oh, the Scarlet Knights cashing tickets, baby. Um, and then CT and I fell short. He had NC State. And again, Washington was right there. I, I'm still amazed that they lost that game. But, you know, that's that's how it's going to go sometimes. Um, the three games 
So we did a game breakdown last week. Again, we give, you know, those are more leans and stuff, but anything we touched on hit. Oregon Ducks plus 14 and a half. Uh, both CT and I said we, we kind of leaned Ducks. That was a winner. CT said he liked Iowa plus four and a half. That got there. And I gave a breakdown on Washington, Michigan under uh, 49, and that one won as well. Kelly had a weekend. I'm curious when she gets on to see if she really, like, smashed it this weekend. Uh, her card, the game she gave out on the card, Wisconsin, winner. Uh, and the three totals she gave uh, all as sort of, like, three totals from um, for sharp action. Arizona State, UNLV, winner. Oregon State, Hawaii, over, winner. And Tulsa, Oklahoma State, under. And all of those, again – hit at pretty much whatever number you had unless you got into Tulsa late and you probably would have pushed that on 51. But four games you should have won. The only loss was the football team. Again, we all were kind of on that, and, and they really let us down. Uh, Kelly in the NFL talked about Texans and Cardinals. Uh, both of those won. I think the one game she touched on that lost would have been the uh, game she went to uh, with Washington. And I know I joked with her last week. I said, I know you're going to be on the Lions. She bet the Lions and got as wild of a backdoor cover in that game. That was a good bet. You'll ever, I yeah. think you'll ever see. So, uh, you know, we'll talk to her more about that when she's on. And Wally coming through back-to-back weeks, six and three. And, again, I'm pretty sure uh, offhand they all got there, like, easily. Broncos, easy winner, no matter what number you had. It patched off and stayed way under. Uh, the Arizona State under, way under. Uh, Michigan smashed Toledo almost beat Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. And then I think even if you got a bad number with Pittsburgh, I'm pretty sure they won by a touchdown. So um, against Tennessee. Yeah, they did. So um, yeah, no, another a really good weekend for the stuff that they had. And, and that's the goal. Keep bringing winning info here. We'll see if we can do it again this week. Sure. Absolutely. Thanks for that Trig. You know, recapping these bets, something we're going to look to do or not look to do. We are going to do, and it's important part, like Trig said, because uh, you're not going to win them all, but trying to win more than 52.38% of the time is a lot <laughs> harder than people think. Hey, welcome in in the chat box, Paco Healy, Lamar Sweet. All you guys, feel free to chime in here at the Hustle Show Pod on Twitter. That works. Smash the like button. And on the Wager Talk YouTube channel as well, Pobox asking about the best college football show. That's another show that we did before this, so you can find it there on the YouTube channel. Guys, time for the big game breakdowns here. Big slate of college football and NFL ahead this weekend. We're going to talk some of the bigger action games, you know, uh, maybe the ESPN games, the college game day uh, games. Of course, Auburn Penn State is on there, Bama, Florida, the NFL games as well. So CT bets, let's get after this. We got Bama minus 15 and a half at the Florida Gators, minus 15 out there in places as well. Uh, interested in your take here in the SEC, in the swamp, a test for Alabama? Or are they just going to smash again, CT Bets? So this is something that I, I was looking at this game yesterday. I texted both of you guys, and my initial lean, uh, and actually still is, is Bama. Um, mm. Line yesterday was minus 15 and a half. I logged on before the show here. I saw it down, down to 14 and a half, uh, Bama Lane, and down there. Um, so Florida must be taking some money here. I, I'm still – uh, Kelly's probably going to be mad at me here. I'm going to be a chalk eating weasel. I'm <laughs> the window already on Bama. Um, like I said, the last couple of weeks Drew, and you, you agreed with me. I think it's Bama here and everybody else here. And I think that it's just Saban again and again, every single year, 
he just refills that roster with pros again. It doesn't matter yeah. who he loses, just reloads with pros. And that's what we see this year. Um, it will I, it will be interesting to see what Bryce Young does. It's his first ever start on the road. So curious to see what he does. You know, it's the CBS game, SEC game of the week. Uh, whenever you're watching that, it's got that great feel to it. You know, you, you almost feel like you're at the game when you're sitting in your living room um, with the volume blasting. But I, I, I'm going to lay it here. I already did. And I'm probably going to take more with Bama minus 14, minus 14 and a half. I do. I think they go in there and I think they, they take care of business. No problem. I have them winning by 20 plus. I like it, CT Betts. And, you know, Adam, coming on this one, I, like he talked about, you know, it's his first start on the road, tough environment in the swamp. It's it, it's going to be a tough place to play, no doubt about it. The, the only thing I think is, like, when you look back at Nick Saban, first of all, 17 and 11 ATS uh, as, as the favorite, where a lot of times you think Nick Saban, oh, he doesn't run it up, which he doesn't. You know, in, in this price range, though, Adam, he smashes. Like, look, look at it. Against Miami, it was a little bit different, a little bit pricier. But they, they beat Miami almost the same score that they beat Mercer. And what I mean by that is he kind of takes it – he just takes it out on the teams that have the puncher's chance at beating them, and he mm. doesn't look to run it up against the teams that have really no chance. That's why I don't I, – I, I, I'm not really interested in the underdog here. If I'm playing, I'm going to lay with Bama. I don't know. What are you thinking in the swamp? Oh, yeah. No, I agree with you guys. The only way I could play it is Bama. I still agree with it. I think CT nailed it last week. It's it's Bama here, and it's everyone else. I don't even really know how close everyone else is yet. I think that's something we'll find out over the next couple of weeks. But and, and I agree with what you said, Drew. You know, 14 points on the road is not exactly elite. Like, that, it's college football. I mean, 14 becomes seven. Seven becomes a tie game really quickly. So I, I would agree with what you're saying where, you know, he's going to, he's not, they're not going to run it up when they're laying, you know, 24 against a real inferior team, but against a, a team like Florida, I don't think a two touchdown lead is, is safe. I don't think Alabama thinks a two touchdown lead is safe. So I don't think they're taking their foot off the gas until, you know, 20 plus. Uh, yeah. The only way, and I just think Bama's starting to become one of those teams like the New England Patriots under Brady, with Brady and Belichick where it's like they can't even the, – the books can't even get a, like a, a rating on them. They just keep outperforming, outperforming. You hang a number up there, they smash it. It, it just seems like – you know I, I don't know how you can bet against Alabama at this point, at least not until – the number is like so egregious that they're that that there's just so much value that you can't leave it. I mean, like CT said, this already came back. If you can get 14 in this game, I mean, that's I would have to lay it with Bam. I don't know if it'll be like an actual play for me, but I'm certainly not taking Florida here. Guys, another one here on the Big Slate Breakdown, late night action, Arizona State, BYU, you know, you play to win the game. Herm Edwards and the boys going into Provo, Utah here. Uh, BYU, we just saw them beat Utah, now back-to-back Pac-12 games. I mean, Adam, coming back to you, are you interested in getting involved here late night on Saturday? Yeah, I actually, I'm pretty close with this one. I was, I, so I'm, ha- I'm proud of myself for leaving off Utah last week. Um, because that was was on my college football very short list. I left it off, and they they lose at home to BYU twenty six to seventeen. Um, I I'm gonna go back against BYU here. I think Arizona State is is a lot better than 
even their ranking, which is pretty lofty at this point at 19th in the country, they haven't played anyone yet. And so they're going to get like downgraded a little bit for the fact their wins are over Southern Utah and UNLV. But if you watch, I actually watched because I was on Kelly's under, I watched most of that Arizona State UNLV game and I caught some of their game against Southern Utah and they didn't show anything in either game. I mean, they went with a very vanilla play call offense and, and they were able to blow both of those teams out. So, you know, they're coming into this game. It's on the road at BYU, which is obviously a, it's a tough place to play. Um, and, and I think that that's something that you can maybe use to make a case for BYU, but I actually think Arizona's the better team here by a pretty wide margin and what a letdown spot for BYU. They win the Holy war. We're going to call it that on this show, um, last week in upset fashion. I, I see a little bit of a flat spot here for BYU. I don't think they're quite as good as their ranking right now. And I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna end up laying it with the Sun Devils here for like an actual like something I bet this weekend. Yeah, yeah, maybe uh, the, the week after the Holy Bowl uh, letdown spot. But I don't know. It's a Pac-12 team here, CT bets. Are you interested in getting involved? Degenerate special time slot? I'm not. That one, uh, I, I kind of went back and forth on, and I, I have no um, kind of lean either way. The one that I'm interested in and have a lean towards is Auburn at Penn State. Penn State being uh, the owner of Viva Seltzer's alma mater versus uh, Drew Martin Betts' alma mater. Big game, primetime, whiteout game, Beaver Stadium. Um, I haven't got to the window on this, Drew, obviously on our sheet line yesterday. Uh, Penn State minus six and a half. I actually saw that tick down to five and a half um, right before the show started. I lean Nittany Lions. Here I am, chalk eating weasel again. Um, <laughs> haven't got to the window. If I was going to play it right now, I'd play Penn State. Auburn, two blowout wins versus Akron and Bama State. Don't really know what we're getting out of them right now. Bo Nix looks pretty good, but again, it's against Akron and Bama State. That Penn State defense looks pretty good, giving up just 10 to Wisco and 13 to a pretty good uh, Ball State team last year. So I lean uh, Nittany Lions. I think Franklin will have the boys up ready to play, even though I tell my brother this all the time, who's a huge Penn State guy. Frank, James Franklin is absolutely <laughs> brain dead when he's under pressure and doesn't know what to do. So I'll probably end up betting Penn State and want to blow my brains out. <laughs> Friggin' decision and blows the game, but I lean Nittany Lions here, Drew. What do you think? I, I like it, CT bets. And actually, I, I, I see in the background we we, we got our uh, guest uh, Kenny White ready to rock. So I, I feel like we should we should bring him on because uh, he is the yeah. uh, the maker of these power ratings, the magazine. He's got a lot of good stuff, guys. He's got college football, NFL magazines out. He's got his weekly newsletter as well. So uh, without further ado. Kenny White, Wizard of Odds. Yeah, Welcome in, buddy. How are you doing, Kenny? Hey, guys. Great. I'm doing great. Hey, thanks for having me. A pleasure to be uh, here on The Hustle and uh, listening. You know, it's just fun listening to other guys talk college football. You know, it's uh, great talk and, and love to be uh, be a part of it. I, well, I mean, we got Auburn and Penn State. We're bringing you in on uh, uh, seeing you in, in the back uh, a little early. Are you interested in getting involved here uh, with the Nittany Lions and Tigers, Kenny? Yeah, I am, and it uh, looks like I may have to get a little bit more involved because CT's right. Uh, the number has dropped. Uh, there must be one of these uh, uh, organizations that are the betting groups that are on uh, Auburn. It's down to five and a half, and I see it down to five now at some spots. So 
dropping quick. I'm not sure why. Uh, you can't really tell anything from what Auburn did. Uh, Akron, one of the weakest FBS teams, and Alabama, yeah. one of the weakest FCS teams. So, yeah, Bo Nix did well. Completely different defense here with Penn State. Uh, CT mentioned the Wisconsin game. They were just absolutely all over the Badgers. And, you know, Sean Clifford's been good, Six, uh, 39 for 62, uh, about 67%, 477 yards and two touchdowns and no turnovers, and that's the big thing. So I think Penn State's the better team. Uh, they're going to have a great crowd. That home crowd's going to be worth six points in this game. I thought this game should have been uh, really marked about 10, 10 and a half. I like it. Good analysis there from Kenny White. Guys, check out his college football magazine, his NFL magazine as well. We got a uh, discount code for you, the Hustle 50 uh, for, for that as well in his, uh, his newsletters. But uh, without, for, you know, CT bets, uh, take it away. I know you know Kenny very well. Yeah, like uh, Drew just said, obviously, these are this is the holy grail right here. Kenny White, the best. Um, use that code, buy those magazines. I'm going to point out right now um, why it's worth it to buy that. I uh, was doing my work yesterday, and a game that I like that the magazine agrees with is San Diego State on Saturday night. That game opens up San Diego State getting seven. This morning and, and this afternoon, it ticks up to nine, nine and a half. So I'm, I can't figure out what I'm doing, Drew Martin bets. Before the show starts, I text Kenny White. I said, Kenny, what am I missing here? I, I like this game. Took San Diego State, getting seven and a half yesterday. I know Charlie Brewer. I'm a Big 12 guy. He's cooked ever since he got knocked out in the Big 12 championship. He can't play anymore. He's just injured. I'm a Baylor guy. I know that. Um, so I texted Kenny. I said, what's going on with this line? He quickly tells me that uh, San Diego State QB Brookshire is questionable. But he said, don't worry, CT. Lucas Johnson is going to be the guy to go. And I like him better. I look it up in the magazine. KW has him as QB1 this summer. That's how important and this magazine is to have when capping these games. Kenny White, you still like San Diego <laughs> State on Saturday night or what? Absolutely love him. Yeah. And, you know, ironic because Lucas Johnson came from Georgia Tech and this guy would have been a starter uh, in the ACC, but he's been injury prone. He's a California kid. He went back to San Diego State last year. Uh, he gets a good start. He's got a, a, a game against I know he played against a really good team last year and then he gets injured in that game and then he's out. Brookshire takes over, played the last two games of the year, did very well. And I think San Diego State felt like, you know what, we're going to go with the guy we know that can stand up straight every week. But Lucas Johnson is healthy, and it's ironic. He's going to get a start maybe now because another guy got injured. So he'll be ready to go, and he's a senior, redshirt senior. Uh, he, he'll do very well in this offense. Yeah, Kenny, listen, the wizard of odds, the, the king of ratings – your magazine's awesome, and I'm going to switch gears a little bit, and let's just talk about the magazine for a second and just your ratings in general. I'm curious, and I think this will help a lot of people at, at home who are like maybe trying to make power ratings or make a number on the game. You do more work than maybe anyone that I know prior to the season. How do you – first question is how do you adjust to like let's say a Washington losing to a Montana or a UCLA coming out looking really good and then beating an LSU – and, and second, um, yeah, so no, basically, like, how do you adjust and what are your, have you, do you see a big mover or two in your ratings so far through two weeks of the season? 
Yeah, it's all about adjustments, Adam. Uh, when I when I put these numbers together and you're doing you're you're rating each individual player, it takes me about three hours on each team. And I start rating teams out in February. Um, you know, there's going to be good days and bad days when I'm doing ratings, and they fluctuate. And I'm looking at the coach, I'm looking at the team and how they played. When I want to make a number on that, and then there's a lot of guesstimation. You know. Uh, Bryce Young for Alabama. It was funny. My dad called me one day because he's still handicapping, doing the same thing. So we compare. He was like, hey, what are you going to rate Bryce Young? I go, great question. He's one guy I really didn't think about what type of rating. It was really tough what type of rating to give him. So a lot of it's subjective. A lot of it's what we know already. We've seen these guys on the field. I'm using their stats. I'm using their strength of schedule. But you're right. I, I have Washington rated extremely high. They started the season, their starting quarterback, who I felt was going to be their starting quarterback, uh, was injured. Uh, and I've got to look his name up. I got the book right here in front of me because it's my resource all day. Patrick O'Brien. I had O'Brien rated a five-point above average quarterback, a point and a half better than Dylan Morris, who was the returner from last year. Well, O'Brien's injured, so that's a point and a half off the power rating. And then they lost their three top wide receivers, who aren't really that huge of a difference from their backup, about a point almost each guy. But when you have cluster injuries, it magnifies that that uh, that injury. So I actually took four points off for the wide receiver group being out, point and a half for the quarterback. That was five and a half points off their rating. It really dropped them down to a position now that I didn't, didn't have a play on them. Uh, and, and I'll just continue to adjust going forward with how they play. And I really felt like they took Montana lightly. Uh, they played a really strong game against Michigan, and then John Harbaugh came up with a trick play for once in his life, and they scored a big touchdown on the next play, completely caught Washington off guard, and that game was over with, and uh, Florida just couldn't, or uh, Washington couldn't recover. But uh, the biggest team I've probably upgraded so far, uh, the Georgia Bulldogs. They look great in week one against Clemson. Uh, I underrated their talent a little bit and uh, have had to boost their rating up almost probably about four or five points now. I like it, Kenny. Good stuff. I have a question for you in terms of how you consume the content in college football and you're handicapping with, you know, analytics only based and, you you know, just like on a Saturday, are you just sitting there and at your house? Do you like to go to sports books and write down the information? How do you go about consuming the content? Yeah, it's like making sausage. You really don't want to see the process. You just you just want the final <laughs> result. I I'm very boring. I'm sitting in here in my office. I've got four TVs on the wall. I do watch as much as I can. I like to watch every team play at least once. Yeah. Uh, early in the season, so I, I won't see a team twice till maybe late in the year. Uh, but my my stuff is a lot numbers based, but it's also um, a lot of. Uh, trend-based stuff that makes sense to me that really means something. Uh, home revenge, uh, coaching mismatches, um, look-aheads and, and letdowns. And I, I, I base that into the, the numbers. So anytime somebody comes up with a trend and they say, hey, it's a West Coast team playing on the East Coast at 9 a.m., automatically bet against them. I don't automatically bet against it. I've got a value for that. And what that value is then added into my lines. So I make a number on the game. And then that value is worth two and a half points. I take that, put it into the equation, and then I compare it to what the betting line is. And if I have a play, I have a play. I still could be betting on that team uh, that's from the West Coast. We saw that last week. I think somebody uh, really played well. There was an upset. Well, Oregon, everybody was betting, right. telling me, you got to bet Iowa State. It's 9 a.m. for Oregon. They're never going to be ready. You know what? Those types of trends only really 
um, take place to bad teams, happen to bad teams. Bad teams use that as an excuse. Good teams don't use it. Good teams can overcome those type of trends. So not all values are equal values. So when I have a trend that's worth two and a half points, I couldn't take it off Oregon's team. But a poor team, a weak team that's traveling, if it was uh, Sacramento State and they were going all the way back east to play somebody at 9 a.m., that might be worth a full touchdown off San Diego State. I like it, Kenny. And it's CT, do you follow up that? Yeah, Kenny, I wanted to – I know we have a list uh, uh, of a few games here, and this game is really intriguing to me because I know uh, both. I, I have friends that uh, I respect very much so on both sides of this game. I know this is a game you wanted to talk about. Uh, Drew Martin Betts being one of them, Michigan State. He likes the points there on Saturday. I have a couple other good buddies that I respect on Miami. I don't know which way to go. was wondering where you're leaning towards. I can't give you a help on the side, CT, but okay. I'm going to play the total because uh, Mel Tucker hired Jay Johnson as his offensive coordinator. Jay Johnson is a spread option attack guy that loves to go up-tempo. So nobody really understands. Michigan State is now an up-tempo team that likes to go fast. Uh, they got a, a redshirt sophomore quarterback, Peyton Thorne, that has just eaten up this offense, and he's playing great. Averaging 10 yards a pass, five touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, they're the 24th fastest team in college football right now. They're number six in yards per play. And then Miami, you know, they played Alabama. Their stats are a little skewed, but they're still number eight in college football in tempo. So we've got two very fast teams. I think we're going to get about 155 plays in this game. And we know Derek King is good. He probably needed to shake off a little rust, get a little confidence in that knee. And I think he'll have a big game here. I think both quarterbacks have a big game, but it's going to be an up-tempo game. Both these coaches, uh, they actually want to score points. Okay. Adam, did you have a follow-up? Or? Well, yeah, I want, I'm want. i going to switch gears again here, Kenny. I mean, you have an awesome NFL magazine as well. I'm curious, can you give us one bet on and one fade after week one, going into week two, one team you like that's undervalued, one team you think is overvalued in the NFL? Yeah, week, week two is always going to be overreaction week, mm -hmm. especially after last week when everybody got their clock cleaned uh, and all the underdogs won. So everybody's now going to overreact to everything. The one team I adjusted the most after week one was the Rams. Uh, with it, Matthew Stafford showed the arm strength to be able to stretch the field in Sean McVay's offense. That is huge. We know they have a great defense. Uh, that team's better than what I thought they were going to be. So I actually raised them almost four points in their power ratings. I don't want to bet against them. I raised them four points and I still have a bet against them with the Colts this week, <laughs> taking points at home. Um, so I, I guess let me, let me think of a, a team to fade. Um, it's probably going to be the dolphins for me. I'm still, I'm still fading the dolphins. I just don't think they're that good. Uh, they, they didn't win last week. The Patriots beat themselves in that game. Uh, the Patriots had that game won. And the Patriots are a better football team than them. Uh, the team to, uh, I think the team to jump on is the Rams. Even though I'm against them this week, that's a team I don't, I don't want to be against them. I'm probably going to get off that bet and I should do it now because I think the general public's going to be on them a lot. But it might be, they may be a better home team than road team. We'll find out soon. Um, the Saints were a team I was very high on. I was very happy to get a W with them the first week against the Packers. I think the Saints are very, very good. Uh, and, and Jameis Winston's a better quarterback than people think. Some people think he's a turnover machine. Yeah, he was for Tampa, but I don't think he will be for the Saints. Kenny, great stuff, man. Guys, you can find his uh, 
his power ratings, his college football magazine, NFL magazine as well. CT's got it in that box. Uh, Kenny, it, is there anything you want to leave us with uh, here on the Hustle Pod? Any final thoughts, maybe a best bet, anything on your mind? Yeah, no, I'd love to leave you a best bet. Uh, I love the Illini this week, uh, plus eight. Uh, I think the same situation as the Nebraska game. And uh, they, they, they get their starting quarterback, Brandon Peters, back this week. Brent Bielema will – it'll be a very tough week at practice for the Illini, uh, where I think that uh, their opponent in Maryland is being patted on the back, and I think they're a little overrated right now. So I think the Illini beats Maryland straight up getting eight points. But I hey, like it, Kenny. And thanks for having me on the show, guys. It's been a pleasure being on The Hustle. And, uh, uh, again, yeah, use that promo code. Love to get rid of some of these magazines I still got left hanging around, but it's been a fun year so far. That promo, promo code, code is the hustle 50 guys, the hustle 50 good stuff here. College football and NFL on the magazine. Kenny, thanks for joining us, buddy. Appreciate it guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks, See you soon. Have a good weekend. Good luck. And from Kenny white, we got, uh, that was a great segment. Uh, um, wow. with our says, third- just comes on and says, Illinois winning the game. That's Friday night. That's tomorrow night. I think 9 PM wizard of Oz for nothing. Yeah, Friday night. That's a that's a that's tomorrow night, nine p.m. Friday night game, Maryland, Illinois. That'll be great. And we go from Kenny White to the other goat, the goat, the goat of the sports betting I'm industry. Out early to tell uh, to tell Adam that uh, it is Wednesday, not uh, yeah. not Thursday. I, I know. What I said, what I said, did I say you're it was Thursday? Europe with all your soccer plays, you must live <laughs> oh, on European time. I, I'm not sure what's going on here. No, I said the I said the Illinois game was Friday night. When did I? Well, anyway, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> I heard you say tomorrow. It is what it is. Yeah, Kenny White does a lot of great stuff. I worked with him <sighs> back in the day at Don Best. Him and Todd Furman, both mentors of mine. Incredible stuff. If you can't tell, that's probably where I got some of these outright dog uh, things from. Was from Kenny because that is exactly what he does. If he likes a dog under uh, to win, excuse me. If he likes an underdog, he looks at them to win outright. Always puts a little bit on that money line. I'm glad to hear that he likes Illinois. They're on my long list. I still have nine teams I have to narrow <laughs> down. It is it's just so much. I I don't know what I'm gonna do. And there's some big dogs this week. Uh Vandy plus 12. I do like Virginia plus nine as well. Purdue is an interesting one. There's gonna be a whole bunch here that I may end up on uh before it's all said and done, but I'm trying to narrow down those three, see if I can't get one of those parlays for maybe 40 to one or so. Guys, shout out to everybody watching right now on the Wager Talk YouTube channel at the Hustle Show Pod on Twitter. And uh, if you've been hiding under a rock here in the sports betting industry, Kelly Stewart on Twitter at Kelly in Vegas. Uh, we're not chalk eating weasels here on the sh- on the Hustle Show Pod, uh, which is going to become a slogan that uh, gets pretty pretty popular in my in my opinion. So glad to have her back on and. Uh, what you survived another football road trip here, Kelly? You've been traveling around like no one I've ever seen. How's I got to take advantage while I can still go. That being said, listen, this is the bottom line. I have uh, a lot of friends and a lot of places, and I'm really excited that I work for a company that allows me to have Saturday and Sundays off. And so I'm taking advantage of getting to go to games. You know, last year I didn't realize how much I missed the ability to go to football games, and so. Right now, I'm going to ride that uh, ride that train until my liver can't handle it anymore. <laughs> well, you're making it out alive so far. So I uh, I think Adam's got a couple of uh, sharp questions for you. Well, Cal, you know, we can argue about our opinion on soccer another time. Right now, I got to give you props because all your stuff crushed it last week. The card, four and one, 
Your best bet on the Saints won by a million. I told you you were going to be on the Lions with the points, and that was like the cover of the weekend right there. It was so um, fun to be there because there was nobody left in that stadium. I posted on Instagram. There was <laughs> maybe, let's call it a thousand people left in that stadium. And half of them were Niners fans. And I literally put on Instagram. I'm like, everybody here has to care about the spread. Cause yeah. why else would you be here? There's no other reason to. So I'm glad I waited, got nine and a half, uh, which was really nice to just wait and get a better number. And I said that early in the week regarding the teasers. And so I'm glad that I showed some real discipline there. I mean, what a, what a way to end the weekend right there. Uh, you know, I know you didn't, I know the Washington fell short on Saturday night, so it had to be awesome to cash in person on Sunday. But, you know, we want to know, did the FaceTime to John Murray go through this morning? And do you have any sharp info for us this well, week? Well, John Murray's a bigger dork than you because I said, <laughs> hey, John, what oh, can, you, can you send me some sharp plays? He said, sorry, I'm kid, I'm busy on a real sport, soccer. Well, and I, I said, you kill me. Listen, and so he sent me some really nice plays. Uh, first off, number 121, Coastal Carolina minus 10.5. 294, Chargers minus 2.5. New Orleans, Carolina under 46. That is rotation number 270. Rotation number 115, Eastern Michigan, UMass over 56. Now, that's also one that VR gave out this morning on bet on it. And also he gave out the Raiders, Pittsburgh Steelers under 48. That's rotation number 276. So those two both correlate with what John Murray sent, which is really nice to see. Uh, the card has been doing pretty well. I think it was three and two the first week, four and one mm -hmm. last week. So we're going to see if we can't keep it rolling, even though he and I don't get to do the podcast anymore because he's too cool for me. <laughs> Hopefully he can still give us some good, sharp information. Kel, um, I was going to talk college with you, but we did that a bunch uh, earlier in the show with K-Dubs. Um, so I wanted to go over to the NFL slate a little bit. Obviously, we all had the Saints with your best bet last week. A game that catches my eye is actually the Panthers as home dogs this week. Uh, I locked in yesterday. Panthers getting three and a half. I think this is a great spot for Matt Rule. And the Panthers looked pretty good last week. I feel like the public's going to be all over Jameis and, uh, and the Saints this week and uh, be rushing to the window to, to that lay that short number with the Saints. I'm on the Panthers. Wanted to get your thoughts on it. Yeah, listen, the public always wants to lay those short road numbers. We saw it last week with the Broncos, and it worked out for them. And it may work out for them this week, but I did grab the three and a half with the Panthers in anticipation. The sharp guys would be on it. And turns out, sharp guys are on both sides. When VR told me earlier, he said, hey, Cal, he was like, Carolina, good way to get ahead of it. But I've seen action on both sides. So as far as a sharp public split here, I'm not sure. I think the sharp guys are conflicted. I do agree with what you just said in regards to the Panthers. I think they have a solid defense. I think they're going to be able to run the ball against the Saints. And what happens when you run the ball? That's also why the Sharp guys played the under. They're going to be able to slow down that tempo. I I don't think there's a biggest, bigger Jameis Winston fan than me. I was so ecstatic for him last weekend. We're walking out of uh, Ford Field. And every time I refresh the score before we could even get to the bar, which was a half a mile away, Jameis threw another touchdown pass. And I was so excited for him because he has went through a lot. And, you know, I think he had a really humbling experience last year, plus the LASIK. Now he gets a starting position back. I am going to pump the brakes, so I think everybody needs to slow down a little bit on this MVP talk. We don't want to get his head too big. I think that Jameis is going to be just fine. I think the Saints are going to win nine or ten games this year, but I don't think this is one of them. 
Kelly, I got a question with your alma mater, Kansas State here. You know, as a sports better looking for change, we get a little change with Kansas State, at least probable with the quarterback out going up against Nevada. Uh, they have possibly a, a, an NFL quarterback here. Kansas State, they, you know, they beat down Stanford and then Stanford goes and beats USC. So I'm like, man, K Kansas State might be uh, might be a team to be betting on. But then their quarterback down, a lot of people putting a lot of faith in them. And the backup, at least his numbers, not that great. What's your assessment on Kansas State? Yeah, well, Howard's not that great. I'm going to be honest with you. Last year, it was just, it was devastating for K-State to lose Skylar Thompson. It's going to be devastating until he comes back. Hopefully, he'll be back in time for the Oklahoma game. I'm here in the Iowa State game. I'm not really sure. They're keeping him, keeping it pretty tight-lipped in Manhattan is regarding his injury. Now, that being said, Abby Jackson just said Kansas State should handle Nevada with ease. I'm not saying they're going to handle them with ease. I do think K-State's defense uh del toledo you're out of your freaking mind that being said <laughs> k-state was a four four point favorite bottom line four point favorite in this game if you talk to different bookmakers around town kenny white tweeted out yesterday said that he makes skylar thompson a four and a half point drop off that is the type of information you can find in kenny's magazine he shows you the drop off between the starting quarterback the second and the third string quarterback uh and in college football sometimes it can be immense right and Look, Will Howard didn't look good last week. He had turned the ball over way too many times against Southern Illinois, but I'm hoping he got some of those jitters out. This is purely a numbers play. I know everybody thinks I'm going to be on K-State because of a homer pick. I'm not. The bill is going to be very loud, and I think that that is going to be an environment that Nevada is just not used to. And coupled with it, it being a, a Big 12 program, sure, they may step up, and I may be wrong, but I think plus two is a, a definite value play here. I like it. Okay. Kansas State at home. And Kelly, uh, I, I know you're always busy. You're welcome to stay the whole time, but uh, I, I'll, I'll leave it up to you if you want to leave us with the best bet or if you're ready to stay for mailbag, Wally's Corner, the whole bit. I'm not staying for Wally's Corner. I get those texts. You guys handle <laughs> Wally's Corner. Maybe one day we'll actually get them on the show. I do have to do some barstool trivia. You guys should head over to that. I'm going to tweet it out. I'm going to get absolutely smoked. And I, I know this because my brain is so filled with college football and NFL right now, I can't possibly hold anything else. They're going to ask me some very easy geography question 10 years, I would, 10 years ago I would have known the answer to, and I'm going to sit there stone-faced and look really stupid. So I'm going to go prep for that. Apparently uh, my opponents have chosen WWE as the bonus questions. Oh, we, oh, my, I, would, my, I would crush that. I would I, crush I'm going to get screwed. Uh, the good news is I think I'm going to be allowed to phone a friend. So if Adam – you are it. I am going to call you. You're going to be my WWE phone a friend. The best part is, is Kelly Keegs, one of my partners, chose The Bachelor. So hopefully she knows the answer to those questions. And Megan and I are going to be sitting there laughing the entire time with some high noons because that's the only way I'm going to be able to get through it without completely embarrassing myself. That's all. Awesome. And where can people get that, Kelly? Uh, you'll be able to get it on the Dozen uh, Twitter page. Well, I'll tweet it out, retweet it on my page. It's uh, going to be on the Barstool YouTube channel. It's absolutely hilarious. I watched one last night with Dave and Rico against each other. And it's just basically a lot of trash talk and a lot of fun. And I'm shocked at how good these guys are at trivia because I'll be shocked if Megan and I get three points tonight between the two of us. Uh, we're going to need the other Kelly to pull us to the finish line. <laughs> go go uh, ahead. I'm oh, I was going to say, I can't wait to watch that. I'll definitely be watching. Definitely be on call for the WWE questions, but you're the only one of the four of us still unbeaten with best bets. So I want to make sure you oh, leave us the one. People what they want, Cal. Yeah, yeah, give us the best bet. That's yeah, I I am all over the place. I'm gonna give you guys the best bet I gave out and bet on it. And I like to try to mix up a few different places. I tried to give out K State plus two for the three blondes parlay. They said can't do it. They wanted me to find a game with the hook, so I gave them FSU plus five and a half. 
So that'll be out on Saturday over at the Barstool Sportsbook. But Kenny White alluded to it. I got to take the Colts. This is just such a stinky game. Carson Wentz, who wants to bet on Carson Wentz right now? I know he said he upgraded this Rams team, but you cannot tell me that this is a five and a half point line move. Bottom line, he said he upgraded in four points. The look ahead line was one and a half. The Colts were minus one and a half at home. Carson Wentz looked okay last week. I don't think he looked terrible. He looked okay. That being said, who looked really great? Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford, 10, 15, and one against the spread on the road as a favorite. Now, fine, he played for the Lions. We have to throw that sample size out. I don't know. I, if you ask me who the better coach is here, I'm going to say it's Frank Wright. I do think that the Colts will right the ship this week. And uh, Marco brought this up on Bet on it, something I need to be better at looking at. Who do the Rams play next week? That's right, they play the Bucks. So I think they're going to kind of go into Indianapolis pretty happy and uh, maybe maybe a little look-ahead spot here before they play Tampa Bay. I like it. Good stuff from Kelly in Vegas. Guys, follow her at Kelly in Vegas on Twitter. She'll retweet uh, where she's going right now with that barstool uh, trivia. It sounds fun. So uh, go join her with that. Kelly, thanks for the time as always. We'll talk to you next week. Absolutely. Have a great night, guys. That's her, Kelly in Vegas. Check her out, wagertalk.com, the Bet On It show on the Wager Talk YouTube channel, and uh, of course, at Barstool as well. And this is the Hustle Show podcast presented by Viva Tequila Seltzer. This drink is good, guys. Viva Tequila Seltzer, a refreshing and drinkable hard seltzer with 88 calories, zero carbs, zero sugar, and 4.5% ABV. Viva is the perfect drink for your post-game celebrations as it was created with the active lifestyle in mind. And guys, I've said it before, Viva, it tastes good. It's tequila and it's zero sugar, which obviously helps with your hangover the next day. It's very hard to make a good drink like CT knows with zero sugar. Viva has zero sugar. Check it out at a store near you. It's incredible. I can't, I know we like have to hype it up because they're a sponsor, but it's even good. if they weren't, I'd be drinking this stuff. I'm, I'm out. I can't wait to get more when I see CT this weekend. I don't even know how you have one left, Drew. I mean, I, it sits there and just look. I can't even control it. It's so good. Yeah, yeah it's, it's hard not to. I, I'll <laughs> tell you that. Just to keep this one around, I want to make sure that the four-pack comes for next week. You know how it is, guys. But We'll um, have some on Saturday morning, right? Right before kick. I try not to right. drink on Saturdays, actually, until the late night games, if that makes sense. Because I feel like if I, I – you know, this is my first rodeo. If I pop my first top at 2 p.m., by 10 p.m., you're not exactly like taking in what's happening for the late night action. If you're really going to look to do it seriously, I don't know. That's just yeah, how I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm, I agree. Saturdays, I'm, I'm the same way. I, I uh, tend to get into it later than uh, um, earlier. On Sundays, I have everything done already and uh, right. it's off to the races. So uh, <laughs> Sunday fun day type deal. So um, anyway, I, I, this has happened tw two weeks in a row in terms of us having a great guest like always. But um. We, we left out Wally's Corner before yep. because I saw uh, Kenny Kenny in the background. So you guys want to hit it now? Yeah, Wally's Corner, um, which has obviously been great stuff. Trig, do we have a record um, in the first three weeks where, where Wally's Corner, um, his stuff has kind of been at? The, the information has been unbelievable. It's been great, yeah. So we didn't do a Wally's Corner the first week because it was just week right. zero. We had like – there was no game. So, so far, two weeks, Wally has given us 16 plays – he is 11 and five. And so five and two the first week, six and three the second week. And all 11 of those have smashed. Doesn't matter. It, hadn't, it has not mattered. It, there, there hasn't been anything like 
you know, some of them have moved. Numbers haven't mattered. Numbers haven't mattered. Yeah, they've all they've all been rolling. So props to Wall. He can't wait to see what he's got. And um, yeah, that's so our that's our good friend Pat Wall. He's out in Vegas. He's a junior odds trader. He's working at one of the books out there. He's giving us great information every single week. He gave me 10 this week, boys. He's got 10 of them here. Um, some of them have moved. Some of them haven't. Um, I think it's important to point out again, these are plays we are telling you where the sharps bet and where the number has gone to. We are not saying go out and bet the, whatever number it's at right now. Take this information. If you could find a good number within what we give you, go out there and bet it. Again, we're just telling you where the sharp action is. So we got 10 of them, Drew Martin, Betts, and Adam Trigger. First one being Coastal Carolina. They agree with uh, JM. They bet it from 9.5 all the way up to 11.5. I think that number is gone now, Drew Martin, Betts. I think it sits around 13.5, 14 now. If that seems to come down a little bit, I'd, I'd take a whack at it. They also bet Texas A&M minus 25. They bet it all the way up to 28. I think it sits around 29, 29 and a half right now. They bet Marshall, Marshall minus nine and a half up to minus 10. It sits at minus 10 right now. Minus 10 is good, Wally says. Marshall minus 10. They bet Georgia State minus two all the way up to three and a half. Saw that number tick down a little bit versus Charlotte. Sits at three. Wally says that's good. Zona State, which we touched upon, Adam Trigger likes Zona State. They bet Zona State minus two all the way up to minus three. It sits at minus three and a half right now. You see that come down anymore? Smash that. They bet the Colts plus four and a half. Kelly and Vegas' best bet all the way down to plus four. They are betting it at three and a half right now. Wally thinks it's good at three and a half. I think it's good at three and a half too. Broncos minus three. They bet minus three up to minus five. Numbers gone right now, minus six. They came out and bet my Patriots minus three and a half. I did the same thing as well. Side note, uh, it's up to minus five. Uh, or no, sorry, they bet it all the way up to minus five. It sits at six right now. They're at the Jets. CT expects them to smash on Sunday. Uh, they bet the Vikings plus four and a half. Um, it now sits at plus three and a half. They bet at four and a half. They bet four at Arizona. Uh, and then the last one, we got a total for you. That number seems to be kind of gone. They bet the over in the boys chargers game. They bet 50 all the way up to 54 seems to be sitting around 55 right now. So that's 10 plays for you. That's Wally's corner. That's a really awesome segment that we do every single week. Our good friend, Pat wall, junior odds trader out in Vegas, giving you great information. And like Adam says, um, it's been smashing and the numbers haven't even mattered. So take it for what it's worth and go out there, find a good number, shop around. That's most important. Good yep. stuff there from uh, Wally's Corner, CT Vets. Yeah, go, go ahead, Adam. No, I was just going to – I was going to say that's that's an awesome list. I agree with, with – I mean, I love the Colts this week. I already bet them myself as well. Um, we talked about Arizona State. But, yeah, I mean, you can kind of – you know, there's 10 plays right there. Anytime he's reporting sharp info, there's going to be a couple that move. But you can pick and choose through this list. I mean, Marshall minus 10, I would bet that right now. Georgia State, I mean, you, you could easily get a three even if it's a little juiced up out there. And then, you know, keep keep this list because – you can in-game this stuff too. Let's say one gets yeah. off to a slow start. You know, you could you could have that Cowboys Chargers game. 
you might have a punt or two at the beginning. All of a sudden, you're you're seeing a 50 in game. You can hop on it like that. You can bet it at halftime. So you know, there's there's ways to manipulate and get on these, even if you know it's not pre flop. It's you know you miss the number. You can bet halftimes. You can bet it live. And then sometimes you know you just have to to sort of feel it out. If some of these numbers are still good, I'll, I'll talk about this game later, but I would still lay 13 with Coastal. I think they're going to pound Buffalo. So, you know, you just got to kind of, you know, go game by game, but it, it should, it's really just a tool to help you with the huge slate of games that is the weekend for football. Guys, this is the Hustle Show podcast. The Hustle podcast, we are uh, simulcast live on Twitter and also on the Wager Talk YouTube channel, we are presented by Viva Tequila Seltzer. Our flavors pair perfectly with our artisanal Blanco tequila for our subtle and refreshing drinks. Uh, CT bets. I, I know we were like quick there on the NFL. Should you guys want to hit these big games in the NFL, or uh, should we move to mailbag? Um. Yeah, we can hit them. I know we talked a little bit about the Saints Panthers game. Um, I'm on the Panthers. Ellie's on the Panthers. Um, Trig, don't know what you think on that one. I, you know, that one, I'm, I'm going to just pass right now on that because okay. I really don't have an opinion either way. But okay. I, I have them on the other ones on the list. I got an opinion, Drew Martin Betts here. Um, I want to see what you boys think on tomorrow night's game. Um, I like the Washington football team. I, I took, th- I, I laid three here with the Washington mm-hmm. football team. I think the QB change is a non-factor. I like kind of keep pulling the trigger. I don't think we saw what he did last year in the playoffs, almost pulling off the upset versus Tom Brady and the Bucks. Um, honestly, he's not the reason why the um, why the, the football team lost that game last week to the Chargers. I thought he was fine. Um, Teddy covers comes in and shreds that G-men defense. Uh, the Giants really struggled in the red zone. Uh, I expect the, to see that again on Thursday night going into Washington. I think it's a good get-right game for the football team, and I'm laying that short number. I, I think it's ticked up a little bit, um, but you could probably still get a three and, and lay a little juice. Um, I already put it in. I, I'm taking the football team tomorrow night. I 100% agree, Chris. I little Kenny White moment for me here. I think I have Heineke rated better than Fitzpatrick. I think he's the better option. He came in 11 for 15, threw a touchdown, no picks, rushed for 17 yards, was absolutely not the reason football team lost that game. That defense could not get off the field on third down, and they had a really bad turnover um, that basically gifted the Chargers the go-ahead touchdown. Tricky game with, you know, as always in the division, and laying points in this rivalry seems to be tricky as well, but the, the I think football team is the far superior team in that one. Um, and, and just to touch on another game on that list, I haven't bet this yet, but the Raiders are a lot better than people think. I had them on Monday night. I still think because the Chiefs, Broncos, and Chargers, the Chiefs are obviously elite. The Broncos and the Chargers seem to be everyone's sleeper this year. Everyone is so high on the Broncos and the Chargers, and then you have the Chiefs being an elite team that everyone has just written off the Raiders, and that shouldn't be the case. That team can play. They've improved, and I think the steel. I don't think the Steelers are very good at all. I think it was a fluky win at Buffalo. They only had 252 yards in that game. I would. I, I'm leaning toward taking the points with uh, with the Vegas again this week. 
I like it, boys. We're going to revisit that uh, Washington football team, New York Giants game in best bets. I think we got time for mailbag and best bets. Paco Healy in the house. Shout out to him in San Diego, California, saying Viva. Paco is one of the uh, the mailbag questions here. What do you guys take away from Texas getting steamrolled by the Razorbacks? I know it's Rice this week, but what does this team, Coach Shark, have in the infrastructure to be a contender in the Big 12 this year, let alone transitioning into the SEC? Would love to hear your thoughts, of course, on the Texas Longhorns. I think Sark's a great coach, Paco. I really do. I think he can turn it around, especially offensively. And being able to recruit there at Texas, him as a recruiter, I mean, let's face it, you know, back to his, I guess, drinking too much. What part of it was on a, the recruiting trail. He was what one of the one of the days I think he ordered like four beers and then went out on a recruiting trip and they ended up getting the the receipt back. I believe that's some of the the underground of what ended up happening to him at USC. But nonetheless, he's a great recruiter, a great offensive mind. I think Texas is actually going to be pretty good here in the future. Might be a buy on at a low point, you know, coming off of this Arkansas loss. I don't know, CT Bets, what do you think about Texas? Yeah, the, I'll go real quick on this, too, because I think you hit it perfect. Drew. I think Sark's a great coach, and this is kind of another Kenny White um, moment here. I, I think they made a great switch this, this weekend. They're having Casey Thompson be QB1. Casey Thompson was my QB1 for Texas. I think he's the right guy pulling the trigger. Car, Hudson Card will not be pulling the trigger. And I think that's going to be a big-time factor for Texas, and, uh, and it's a great get-right game for them this weekend, Paco. So if you're a Texas fan, um, I expect Texas to come out. I don't even actually know the line on that game, but I think – It's Texas like 26, 27. It's up there. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying lay the points with Texas, but I expect Texas to come out and uh, get right this weekend. I, uh, it's consensus there for me. I, I don't know. Those, those types of games are really not my style. I tend to – you won't find me on many games where I'm laying four TDs, but the only way I would bet that is Texas. I'm with you guys. I still think Texas is, is you know, it was a tricky spot for them last week, um, and and I don't think that's reflective of what we're going to really see out of Texas this year. I think Texas is on the way back. They had a nice win week one against Lafayette. Agree with CT. Get right game. They probably smash. They probably win by 30-plus. Okay, another one here from Keith Landry Jr. on Twitter. Thoughts on Tulane Ole Miss, Cider Total, Nevada K-State, and what are we taking the points with Kent State this week? This show is on the come up, talking about the hustle. You know, um, the Tulane Ole Miss game is fascinating because I have both of these two teams kind of circled as bet on. I love both of their head coaches um, in terms of looking to bet on them ATS and Willie Fritz and Tulane. It's really underrated. And, you know, just being there in Louisiana, look at their recruiting rankings. Their defensive front is good. If this is if there's any team, you know, in the AAC that can kind of go or at least not get pushed around by an SEC West team, it's Tulane, the green wave. I actually think they're kind of sleeper here, maybe 30 to one odds to win the AAC, just throwing that one out there. But against Old Miss, if you made me play it, I don't like betting against uh, Lane Kiffin in these type of situations. But actually, I'd be on Tulane in that one, Keith. Um, Adam, do you have anything here on, on that one or the Nevada game that he's asking about or Kent State? Uh, you know, Drew, I I love this Ole Miss team. I said it for weeks heading into the season. I gave out the win total. I had Ole Miss as my best bet in their first game of the season. Um, for this game, I, I think Ole Miss wins. I had it as a, a game that they would absolutely win. It, it's a it, it, The number's up there again. It, it that, that, that line seems good to me at about two TDs. Tulane obviously impressive against Oklahoma in, in a tough loss, and then they come out and smash 
some, I think Morgan state maybe by like 50 last week. Um, it, it's probably a, a, a it's probably going to be in that range. In my opinion, I, I got Ole Miss here by about two scores, but not enough value on the number to get involved for me. And, and then he's also asking about Kent state and Iowa CT bets, Kent state getting 23. I'm not looking to lay it with Iowa. I'll tell you that much coming off of the Cyhawk game. And I think Kent state's a little underrated as well. So I'm um, not sure if you had anything on that CT bets, Nevada, K state, or um, also we have Ariel Epstein and this question's directed towards you. CT bets is Coco Goff going to win her next match. This is specifically <laughs> for CT bets that coming from Ariel Epstein. Well, going back real quick to um, the other guy's question um, on the college football game. I don't have an opinion on that Iowa state Kent state game, but I think it's important to put uh, point out again, if I don't, and somebody asked me, I go back to the Holy Bible right here. Our buddy, Kenny white. Um, this information is awesome. I'll, I'll pull up. If I don't know uh, who's playing the, the um, have an opinion, I'll go up. Kenny white gives you the score predictions on every single game. And that's very important. So um, definitely go out and, and use that promo code and get some magazines. As for Miss uh, the prop queen's question here, uh, she's she's giving me a little shit here because uh, a few weeks ago I said I liked uh, Coco Golf and I did say I liked her in the first round and she won. I can't remember who she played, but I got in on her live as a degenerate special when she was losing. I had tried to find who she was playing next or when she was playing. I couldn't find it anywhere, and then I finally gave up. But I like her to get right, uh, prop queen. Coco Golf, whenever she's playing next, take her. Speaking of speaking of prop queen, she's a Ravens fan. I think she's going to the game this weekend. Ravens Chiefs, and uh, I think the Ravens are going to get right in that spot. I don't know about you guys, but I I, I like the Ravens getting uh, what is it four three and a half or four points, and I hope they get the outright win for Ariel because she's going to the game. Yeah, that was a tough matchup they had there in Las Vegas. One of the better, uh, tougher places to play in the NFL, in my opinion. But guys, we're up against it time wise. It is time for best bets. Final thoughts as well as we throw it around. I'll lead us off here. New York football giants, Washington football team. We already broke it down. I like the Washington football team. I agree with, you know, the assessment of not a terrible drop-off from Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, to Heineke. I think they both have the same type of profile of play that they're going to have, make plays with their feet. And, guys, make sure to shop around. It's available both in Las Vegas and on the offshore in the market here of minus three and a half to minus three. Remember, games fall in the NFL on the number of three more than any other number, and minus three is available out there. Also, three and a half is out there. We don't want that. We want minus three, minus 120 on the Washington football team. That is my best bet. Chris Thurston, follow him on Twitter, at CTBet16. Where are you going for best bets and any final thoughts, buddy? I'm going back to college here. Um, I have a home dog who is going to be barking, Drew Martin Betts. I am going with the Memphis Tigers, plus three and a half, as my best bet. I'm a big fan of Coach Ryan Silverfield and his up-tempo attack offense. They put up 97 points in their opening two wins. I expect them to keep it rolling this weekend. Miss State took it to me last weekend with NC State. But this is a look-ahead spot, guys, for um, for Miss State. They have LSU next weekend. They're going to roll into Memphis thinking they're taking care of business after beating a, a pretty good NC State game. I expect Memphis to be get up for this game. Silverfield will want to win this game versus SEC team. Uh, interesting little stat for you. The last time Memphis was a home puppy versus the SEC, they banged around Old Miss by 13. I remember that game. Yep. Point pump. 
Memphis plus three and a half. Shop around. CT best. Trigger, take it away, buddy. Well, Kelly and Drew went NFL. I'm going to join CT with a college best bet. And I'm just, you know, we've talked about this game already. And I also want to point out real quick, some of these numbers that we talk about the sharp side, like they're gone pretty quick. This one with Coastal was gone pretty quick. But I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm still laying it as a best bet. Anything under 14. I love Coastal Carolina this week. I didn't talk about it on the show, but I cashed with Nebraska last week. And this Buffalo team isn't very good, okay? They have – their coach is now at Kansas. He took seven of his players with that, with him. Jarrett Patterson, I usually don't think much of running backs. I think they're a dime a dozen, especially when it comes to the NFL. But Jarrett Patterson was a massive difference maker to that team. The guy, Marks, that's there right now is, is not him. And, and it's been a downgrade. New coach. This guy was a position coach last year. I think he was going to be the co-defensive coordinator at Michigan. And all of a sudden, he's the head coach at Buffalo. I don't like Kyle Van Treese. I don't like Buffalo's quarterback. And I think you're going to see Coastal show up and actually play defense this week. The last two weeks, Kansas, and then whoever they opened with, who I'm, I'm forgetting offhand, um, they, they just didn't look overly interested. They're going to be on the road. There's going to be a decent crowd at this game. Um, and I think they're gonna, the defense is going to show up. I'll leave it with Grayson McCall, 33 of 40 on the year. The guy's completing 83% of his passes. This Coastal team is is much, much better than Buffalo. I don't think they're going to have a problem here. You know, that final score against Nebraska is deceiving. Buffalo gave up 516 yards of total offense in that game. They probably could have given up 40-something points. Nebraska kept shooting themselves in the foot. I like the Chanticleers this week. Coastal Carolina, I'd lay anything up to 14 here, and and I hope it's another one of those sharp Wally plays that, that the spread doesn't even matter. There we go, boys. You heard it from Adam Trigger. Give him a follow on Twitter at TopFlightSI. Chris Thurston on Twitter at CTBet16. We uh, had Kenny White on. Guys, check out his magazines. Also, the promo code to get his magazine, The Hustle 50 And, of course, each and every week, Barstool Bets with at Kelly in Vegas, Kelly Stewart. So, uh, guys, that does it for the show. Episode number three in the books. Viva. Number four. Number four, excuse me, the recap of number three. Drew Martin Betts, I want to leave the listeners with one thing here. Uh, This weekend, myself and Adam Trigger will be going out in Salem, Massachusetts on Sunday to Sideline Sports Bar. We have a couple of uh, hustle listeners that are going to be meeting us there. Uh, If you want to meet, talk football, drink a million beers, we'll be picking up the tab um, for you guys. So come on out. We got a couple guys already coming, Sidelines in Salem. Uh, come on over, drink some beers, and let's smash some games together. I love it. Picking up the tab for the listeners. Look at these guys. Adam Trigger, Chris Thurston doing big things. The Hustle Show pod. Guys, we're looking to grow it. Presented by Viva. We flavored our tequila seltzer because flavor is the spice of life. And we like our drinks with a kick just as we like to live our lives. For, For Chris Thurston, Adam Trigger, I am Drew Martin. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Please smash that like button both on YouTube and Twitter. Feel free to comment below. Thanks for tuning in. Best of luck with your bets. We'll see you next Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for tuning in.